My name is Deborah Rivera, and you're listening to What Would a PK Say? Right, so they don't think that we're all just perfect kids, right. like, like the expectations that they think of us yeah. anyway. <laughs> and unfortunately, you know, you think, oh, it's the best because that's not going to happen. But right. Sometimes I mean, we make decisions. And surprise. Maybe yeah. But we're human. That's the whole thing that we talk about all the time. Exactly. They, they have the ex- yeah. these expectations. Like, we're just born perfect just because we're PKs. And I mean, we're special because we're PKs. And but... what can happen to you can happen to exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. Except we, we just, I guess we handle it a little different. Exactly. You know? The outcome might be a little different. I know different. I've had family members after I went through the divorce and I was able to hold on to God and pray and continue forward. After then, I... You know, during the process, I was like, whoa, what, what's going on? Like, this is crazy, God. Like, come on, really? Like, <laughs> do you know who I am? It's like that kind of, you know, those are the thoughts you're thinking. But then you, you get to a spot where you're like, okay, I was, you know, he broke me down, but he will rebuild me and I'm good now. And then at that moment, then I meet other family members that are going through the same thing. Mm. And they would ask me and they would be like, Yo, how did you do it? Like, I don't see you wanting to go beat him up and kill him. And yeah. I'm like, well, <laughs> I just the didn't tell you. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but, and I would tell them, well, the only thing was God. God was my strength. God and my family, the support of my family, not giving up on me. And you know, I made a mistake, or I, you know, but they didn't like. Oh, I told you so. And correct, you know what correct. I'm I'm going to say this and then we're going to continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I think it has a lot to do with with your parents. It's the people that your parents are. Because somebody else yes. would have said something yes. mean. And different maybe, comments, yeah. different on, advice, like, we, we different counsel. Like, who are we talking about? We're talking about your parents. Like, your parents yeah. ain't like just everybody. You know what I mean? No. Like, it, that's Boneta, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah. So, anyway, let's stop there because it's just going to yes. get too interesting before things. I know, right? <laughs> Nah, but like, again, being that, being that we are going to concentrate on, on women this season, what are some, or who are some female influences or positive female influences in your life? I have, I mean, I have some for the Bible and then some, of course, from life, but my girls are Deborah and Esther, man. They, their stories are so influential on how God used them to do major things, big things. And to see that a woman did that, it's like, wow. Mm. So those two from the Bible. And then of course my mother, man, you know, we've gone through a lot of family and just to see that she never stopped. Like we would just get hit with stuff like this happened. And then we thought it was over and then another problem and then this and that. And then like, you know, church, come on, we're, we're all PK. So we know sometimes these people are so mean to our parents that you're like, they want to do things to our parents or say things. And we're like, yo, like, you don't think that's going to hurt us? That's our parents. And then to see that they just handle it. And it's like, they still stand here and they still take it. And I'm like, so my mom, of course, she's my example of a godly woman. Always that woman. I, I see her always praying, always just giving an encouraging word. I've never seen her really talk negative. It's really funny. It's never, I never seen her talk negative. So she's one of my favorites. Also, my grandmoms, both my mom and my dad, they were women of God that they didn't have a lot, but their faith and their love for God and service really influenced me a lot. 
that's nice to have like uh your family as as your influencers yeah. i love to see your parents yeah i love to see your parents whenever i see them i go up to them and it's like they have like this this uh like they enseñan cariño like right away well, it's the cariño that's been there for years correct they, they don't really change too much for people. If they could see you yesterday and be the same, they could see you months and still be the same. It could be years and they still be the same with you wherever they're at. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So how did being a PK influence your spiritual life? It was very influential. But let me be honest. When I was younger, I used to hate it. Like, okay. not that I hate it. I just didn't want to be a PK. It was just too much. It's like... Man, everybody wants you to know you got to do it this way. And it was, it was like, I didn't see the blessings that I see what it is now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or, or when I was growing up. My sister's older than me. She's 12 years old, older. So when she got married, I was only like seven years old. So I grew mm. up with just the guys. All the boys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so for me, it was like, mommy gave, you know, the boys could do everything. But I had to be the, you know, I was a girl. So I had to be with mommy all the time and all this. So... <laughs> But as I said, you know, it, it was very influential when I was going through my own storms because I saw them going through their storms, but I didn't know how to handle it because I would get mad. When things happen, I would get literally mad. I was like, why are we here? Like, why do why, why be a pastor kid? And this hmm. is how they treat our parents and yep. all that stuff. So I would get really pissed. But then as I grew up and I started going through my own storms, then that's where I knew, oh, wait, I got to be like mommy. I got to stand on what I know. I got to stand on my faith. I got to stand that what, you know, good things work to those who wait on the Lord and believe on the Lord. So I knew that no matter what my storm was coming. So even when I went through that divorce at the moment, I was like, wow, it's, it was rough. But then I was able to come overcome it and be like, okay. I'm good where I'm at now. That is so relatable, right? So when you're younger, you're like, this is crazy. And I've said it, I think, in every time I've spoken that we take it personal because there are mm -hmm. our parents. I mean, we're going to yeah. take it personal. And we see a different view of them because some people, they see them. They see them in the church. They see them in the altar. They think they're, mm -hmm. you know, the way they are. But when they come home and we still see what they're preaching at home, that is mm -hmm. them pastoring us at home as parents. You know what I mean? So that's yes. the example yes. that, that we get, that we don't only see them in the church, but also at home. But then on top of that, even though they may have gone through something negative with like a church member or something that would have hurt us because we're going to take it personal that, that they're our parents, we still see that they still say the same person and they just brush it off and they keep going. And we're just mm -hmm. like, how do you do that? But then we turn right. around and we get older and we become them. And now I can say things happen and I'm just like, oh, whatever, because we can brush it off, which I think is because of what we, we've been through. Yeah, because even like that, like, I mean, I love my mom and I appreciate my mom. But I was, when I was young, I guess because she was so strict and I was like so strict with me because I was the only girl. So I really was like, didn't really appreciate her until I had my first child. And then I saw what being a mom was and I was like, yo, like. No joke. I got to give her props. Like, I can't be, you know, I got to appreciate. And I started appreciating her more. It is. It's when you go through it. I tell people all the time, when you go through something, then you know, you know where, where you really stand. Exactly. Because either you know it or you don't. You know what I'm saying? You know where to go, what fountain to drink from, or you don't. Yeah. So you, you, you mentioned that 
you went through a divorce. How did that go as a pastor's kid? Like, So when it happened, I was in my dad's church and I was a, a worship leader and I was really involved. Um, when it happened, I felt like, man, my world was just crumbled, right? But my father still wanted me to be the leader and to be this. And I, and, and I would do it. I would go and I would worship and then I would come home and I would be like, devastated because I'm like what a, wait my whole life is all messed up and I'm still I asked God and I prayed to God and I said I need to be restored I like I can't keep doing this I can't be leading and doing all this stuff like if everything's okay when I know I'm not God took me and he had a sense of humor because I always say God has a sense of humor and he took me to an American church so here he goes God takes me out of my dad's church to go to an American church and I was like yo this can't be what's going on but the Lord spoke to me and, and he told me he was, you know, he goes, this is where I want you to be. And I was like, oh, my God. So then I told my parents, which at first didn't go well, of course, you know, they right. wanted, a, you know, they wanted their daughter to be nurtured. But I was like, I, right now, I can't. I have to be somewhere else where no one knows what I'm going through or no one knows my story. And it could just be me and God. And that's what happened. So for eight years, I was in a, an American church. And I would come in and visit, but and my dad was always like, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? And I said, when God wants me back, because I'm not coming because you want me to. You know, I, I follow God. And the only reason that helped my dad deal with it or my mom is because I told him, I said, I want you to understand that I want you to know that you taught me to know what is God, where's, you know, what's his voice and what is not. So I want you to have trust in me that I know that this is God speaking. I know you don't like what's happening because you don't like where I'm going or what I'm, but just trust me that I know what you taught me that it's, it's what I'm doing. So it was a little hard at first, but then it, they started coming down and I, you know, I kept going. And then eight years later, I just, the Lord said it was time to go back home. And it was the year before my dad retired from over here. So I felt like giving him a gift. And then on Christmas, I told him in the card and I said, for your last year, I'm returning to your to mm -hmm. home and I'm going to be in your church. And I, it was funny because my old pastor was like, I had spoken to him. And then my old pastor was like, well, are you going to, are you going to come back after your dad's the year's retirement? And I said, no, my brother's taking <laughs> over. So I'll just stay with him and I'm wherever the Lord wants me. So, and the Lord has kept me here and we've been blessed. And then 10 years later, you know, I met my husband. So now I have a, you know, my husband and I have a little girl now. So I have my two older daughters who are 21 and 20 hmm. from my first marriage. And then I have a six-year-old now. So God's been good even through those storms. As you were saying your story, you said you were standing on what you know. Yeah. As a parent. I have told my kids, sometimes you feel good, sometimes you feel bad. When you feel like things aren't going where you want them to go, you got to step back and and think about what you know versus what you feel. Right. That's not only for my kids. I feel sometimes, you know, you wake up in the morning, te comes el mundo. The next morning, you want to just crawl under the bed. Mm -hmm. But there's times that you got to just be like, yo, this is what I know. I mean, you can't ignore what you feel, but this is what I know. So you got to get up and go. And I, I like I like that. And that was my thought all the time going through it. I was like, 
okay, I know it's not what I want, and I know that it's not what I expected, but God, if you put people out of other stuff, I know you can do it with me, and I know that my faith is that you are going to be my strength when I most need it, and he was. It's funny that he circled back to that because I, I was going to say that and how you mentioned that, you know, the example that you saw in your mom, right? So I feel like mm-hmm. uh, we're we're blessed in that way where we saw those good examples because even us, again, we've been through some some difficult times, but what I did is what I know and what I've seen, right? So I'm like, okay, like you said, if my mom went through this or if yeah. you know someone else went through this, that I know that God is going to be there. So again... I think being in that godly home made us a little bit more mature spiritually oh, definitely, because yes. we are able to see that, you know, the man standing on the altar is really living his life the way he's talking and not just yeah. talking. You know what I mean? And it was always great to like, even when I was going through that situation that I know, I, I knew that if I couldn't pray, I knew I had a mom mm. who was a prayer and I could just go to her and be like, like, I need prayer. Like right now, like I'm just... So I can't pray myself and or just know that I could call her and be like, mom, can you just pray for me or something? She always was there. So that always helped out, too. I feel really lucky. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure, you know, pastors, kids that don't feel that comfortable with their parents, that because of their parents being so, quote unquote, busy with the church, they, didn't they, didn't, they don't feel that that comfort. And I feel lucky enough that I do feel that comfort. You know, I can talk to yeah. my parents. My parents, I felt like, always were there for us. I'm sure Jessica can speak the same. And my dad, I guess with the older guys, like, it wasn't more like that because I guess as he got older, then he started seeing, I'm giving a little, because my dad mm-hmm. could, he would he would tell you, too, that he, at a certain time, or when he was younger, he would give too much to the ministry. And he feels like he didn't give enough for the family. So to him, it was like, as he got the younger kids, we started going out more. We we would do mm-hmm. vacation. It was funny because we would go vacation, and it was my dad going to another church to preach every night. Mm-hmm. And we were like, <laughs> are we in a missionary trip or are we on vacation? So yeah. we would have to tell him. And then finally, as we told him, then he started backing up. And then we would go on vacation and would literally be vacation. We would mm-hmm. tell him, we'll give you Sunday. I mean, we're not taking every day out, mm-hmm. but. Going to church every other, every day because you're going to another church. It was a lot. But he's, he knew or he recognized, which is what didn't, it didn't bother me because to me, I was like, that's their job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew that they were doing it with their heart. So it didn't bother me. But as we got older, then he started recognizing that. And then we were spending more time and we were able to be more of that connection more because mm. we always had that connection. But I feel like once we got older, he started realizing that he needs to give more time to the family. The connection, the bond got stronger. And now I forget is it's, I call those, those are my viejitos. I can't, I can't say viejito. My mom will get mad at me. So. <laughs> That's how my dad is. I'm one, I'm one of the, the lucky ones. People usually say, oh, you know, mother-in-law, that word has such a stigma, mother-in-law. And I'm like, not me, my I, I have like two yeah, sets of parents. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've been, I, I have to say I'm blessed. They have been nothing but a blessing. And since the very beginning, they are my second parents. And I, I say that I know that is not the same for everyone. <laughs> but at least for me, I know that if I called my in-laws right now, they would be there for me just like my parents would. So 
And that's the thing, too. Like, we know, you know, I know a lot of PKs, even PKs we grew up with, you know, they're not serving the Lord. And it's like, it's a shame because it's like, not a shame. I mean, they've probably gone through their own battles, but I couldn't see, I couldn't see life without God. That's plain and simple. Like, that's all they showed me. That's all they taught me, you know, since I was little. So even if I try to leave and not want to be to church, God will feel right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would put me back and be like, where are you going? But, I mean, to each their own, but I just, like you said, I just thank God that we were blessed. You know, I was blessed to have the parents I have that are very strong in their foundation, and their foundation is solid, man. They don't they don't move for nothing, you know? Unless right. God tells them to move, they don't move it. They don't, they're not shaken. Yeah. So. Do you serve now at, at your brother's church? Well, I was just, uh, I took a break this year, but I i was uh, the leader for the women's ministry for two years already, mm-hmm. last, the last two years. But they were really rough because they were the COVID years. So it's like, mm-hmm. it was kind of rough to work in. And I'm in the worship team, and but I'm always helping out, man. They they already know. They just they just ask, and I'll be like, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I feel, you know, even though I'm not like the pastor's kid, in the church because my parents are not the pastors, my brother, but they still see me as the pastor's kid. So I'm always available to whatever they need. The people, the people at your brother's church now, how many of those people are the people that were at your dad's church? Like I would say more than half, man. We didn't lose too many. Mm. We had a couple that left, but the Lord started bringing more people. So even now when dad, comes back when he comes and visit he's like oh my god like this all these people i don't know because yeah. the lord just keeps adding to it but yeah but no most most of the people pretty much stayed yeah so it's weird because you because you went from the pastor's kid to now the sister the brother of the pastor <laughs> <laughs> the people that you know from from when you were the pastor's kid do they still tell you hey is i like how pastor yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes they got it, and sometimes they forget, they got it, so they have to say, Oh, but the pastor Boneta, el papa, no, no, Moisés. <laughs> but the love is still there as the pastor's kid, even though my dad's not the pastor, that hasn't changed from them. So, yeah. any last, I guess, words or piece of advice for any other, uh, because we're talking about females specifically, so females yeah. or pastor's daughters that you would like to, to give? I just saying, listen, if God calls you and you do have a ministry, listen, you got to go for it and not worry about what other people are going to say. And, you know, sometimes people will be like, oh, she only had, they only gave her that because, you know, she's a pastor's kid. Mm. Well, no, sometimes we have our own calling for different things. Praise the Lord. I was not called for for pastoring and I'll leave that to my brothers. Um, but I have my own call calling and i have my own ministry and god uses me in different in other ways so it's like whatever god calls you he's gonna back you up and he's gonna he's gonna be there for you and not leave you you know leave you stranded or we just have to be faithful and stand on that rock that our parents have shown us and even if we don't have a ministry just be involved it's always good to be involved in in church and just know that you're doing a little bit because i feel like with my dad not being in this church and yeah my brother's doing his job and he's doing a great job at it but i feel like i'm still doing a little bit of serving just like my dad did or just even just hugging people because my dad was always a hugger even though most a hugger too but mm-hmm. just showing you know showing love like my dad did so i feel like okay i'm trying i'm i'm doing different things 
in a different way. I'm not a musician. I sing. I worship the Lord. But he has my own ministry that I do with different people in different ways. So it's like, you know, don't don't think that God can't use you for whatever storms you've gone through or whatever situations you've gone through because he can always pull you out and that could be your testimony for so many. Mm -hmm.